With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hi guys, well from Studio B and TGIA Tower here in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. Hear, I use my I'm an announcer voice for that. Yeah, I know. The podcast. You've frozen. I'm Frank Feldman. <laughs> and I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on today's show, we're going to get back into some Mormon history. Yeah, we're going to do some more What Mormons... Don't know they believe. Yeah. But they know, but they believe they it. They believe all sorts of contradictory stories. They believe many very different <laughs> things. Uh, things that don't... A, a founding story of Mormonism. The fact, founding story yeah. of Mormonism. Perhaps uh, the pivotal story. We'll, we'll, we'll get into how Mormonism began. Yeah. Uh, depending on which version you believe. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that towards the end of the show. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got some news for you, Dan. Oh, good it's news. Ofi- it's official. And it's been official. News. But the Vatican has decided to reiterate something. Okay. To make sure that everybody understands, and this comes at the behest of the Pope himself. Oh, good. Body of Christ cannot be gluten-free. <laughs> Meaning the host for the Eucharist. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is important uh, because the this is a quote the bread used in the celebration of the most holy eucharistic sacrifice must be unleavened purely of wheat and recently made so that there is no danger of decomposition uh-huh this is according to cardinal robert sarah of the vatican's congregation for divine worship and the discipline of, of the sacraments well you know why don't you why uh, because people with celiac disease are the devil's playthings. <laughs> uh, so he continues, it follows, therefore, that bread made from another substance, even if it is grain or if it is mixed with another substance different from wheat, to such an extent that it would not commonly be considered wheat bread, does not constitute valid matter for the confecting for confecting the sacrifice of the eucharistic sacrament because christ man yes jesus christ exactly he's made of wheat we all know look it's in the bible people if you just read your bible it says and verily they looked unto the lord and saw that he was wheat and his flesh was unleavened and his flesh and he said unto them Lo, as I grow in the field, (laughs) separate me from the chaff. Yeah. Well, this is important stuff, Uh, (laughs) Dan. It's magic, people. You can do whatever you want. It could be made of Play-Doh. It's magic. If if the magic works, it works. Here's the problem. The the Catholics believe that the, 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 the bread, that the host and the wine 
become the flesh and blood of Christ. I know. Upon it's like you're eating, you're eating and drinking Jesus. Yes. And, and in order to do that, apparently it has to be the medium must the, be perfect. Clearly, there have to be a lot of rules about this. <laughs> Why? Again, it's just magic. You're turning bread into human flesh. Magic doesn't work when there's no wheat. When there's <laughs> Dan. It's wheat-based magic. Keep the leavening out. You've got wheat and, and the wheat in. You've got wheat. You got grapes. Those are the things that make human bodies. Yeah. We know this from science, people. Yeah. I think this is just a fuck you to California. Well, I think what I think what they what happened was as was as is what happened to all of us. Yeah. When everybody when when Californians as a part of their diet fad thing decided to reject gluten. <sighs> and I do I blame California entirely for this. Well, I yeah, clearly. I mean, it's so sad. It's funny because it benefits people with celiac because suddenly all these people who have this actual disease that it, that gluten is very dangerous for them. Yeah. Suddenly, every restaurant in the country knows how to make stuff without hurting them, right. and knows how to and like every and has options for them. Right. With, that they didn't have before, so that's good. Yes. But it's also like none of us want to hear the word gluten ever again in our entire lives. No. No human right. being wants to hear that word ever again because it's so fucking annoying. Well, the article that I when found, it's non celiac, right? When I found this article, well, I found. Because I, I, when I, I, I stumbled upon this story and there were a lot of different news sources that were covering it. It kind of exploded this week. Yeah. But I went to the trusty old NPR uh-huh. uh, to get some truth, oh, hopefully. We need truth <laughs> in this world. Uh, and uh, Fake news. It is estimated that, this is in their article, it is estimated that 1% of the population has celiac. Yeah. One one in a hundred people in this country have celiac, or in the world, I guess. Oh. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we're only now discovering this. <clears throat> no, those people were just people who lived in pain before. That's all they were. Now I we. Just, I just have a bad tummy. I have a bad. I just, stomach. I just have a bad stomach. I, I can't. just don't know why. You know, I don't eat a lot of bread because it hurts. I probably um, never connected it. Like, imagine if right. you were. In a place where every meal included bread. Italy. Food. Good. Food, is, if bread is basically 80% of your food, yeah. you, you don't ever figure it out. You just live in pain for a few years and then you die. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, there you go. There Protestants, you go. The Protestants, though, don't agree on this issue. Of course not. They see it as symbolic. They're going to be scooping up all of those Catholics that are... Yeah. That are uh, celiac Catholics are going to now start to have to go to Protestant well, church. There were actually a, a number of press releases this week from Protestant organizations <laughs> saying, saying, we're fine with gluten free. Get over here, baby. Yeah. Come on over. Yep. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm going to... Since since we were just in Italy, I'm going to just jump across the water a little bit uh, over to Malta. Oh, beautiful Malta. The the delightful little island state of Malta. Where the uh, dogs come from. The Maltese. The little white, beautiful little dogs. And the falcons. Oh, <laughs> yes. I love a good Maltese falcon. <laughs> Anywho, uh... <laughs> The uh, in Malta, so now Malta is like right off of Italy, and basically, ish, and basically, it's it's a Catholic country. 
heavily Catholic country. Yeah, yeah. There's the Knights of Malta. Uh huh. That's a Catholic thing. Uh, however, uh, even though it is a predominantly Roman Catholic country, uh, they just voted to legalize same-sex marriage. Wow. How about that? Well, because everybody knows Larry and Steve, because it's such a small place, and they're like, right. Larry and Steve should get married. Those are good, solid Maltese names. <laughs> Larry and Steve are the two most popular names in Malta. You don't know that it's not. I do know that it's not, in point of fact. <laughs> uh, so that now the, uh, the traditional you are now husband and wife is, uh, is no longer... The declaration at the end of the ceremony, it is oh, now, no. you are now spouses. Wow. Only one out of the 67 lawmakers in the Maltese parliament uh, voted against it. Well, because they don't, they don't like Larry and Steve very much. He hates Larry. Steve he's actually okay with. Like, Steve's like kind of all right. He didn't know about Steve for the longest time, but right. Larry, Larry's like mincy. Larry's yeah. a, Larry's got the limp wrist and the, the the lisp, and he's wow. You're taking this to a dark place, Dan. Only because Edwin Vassallo doesn't really hates that guy. Edwin, yeah, Ed- that sounds like a Maltese name. <laughs> I'm telling you, Larry and Steve are real. Uh-huh. Larry and Steve are real. The T-shirt for TGIA. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, so, you know, I fig- I figure when w- as goes Malta. So goes the world. <laughs> I that's, don't think that's true. I think that that's, that's been historically true. So for, goes the rest of the Mediterranean. So goes, so goes Sardinia. <laughs> and, then, and then you go. Don't forget Corsica. And then Sicilia will just sort of be not far behind. Okay, I'm racking my brain for another Mediterranean island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I had Sicily in my back pocket. I was gone too. Well, I mean, it, it was, Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, I there think we've covered it. There are more than four islands in that goddamn. Nope, we named them all. See, don't nobody look it up. We named them all. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Oh, 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 oh. Uh... Oh, nope. it escapes me. Nope, you don't got it. Capri. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I got one. There you go. You win. Go again. I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no. No. I'd have to get into the Adriatic or something. No, I... I uh, there's a... There's a there, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Crypto uh, Geography with Frank and Dan. <laughs> um, hey, is it your turn? No, it's your turn. Oh, hey! <laughs> Dan. What? So, this is both good news, bad news, and I don't know news. Yeah? I actually, I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, the grizzly bear, Dan, has been on the uh, endangered species list mm. for quite some time. Mm. It's been making a comeback, however, in uh, sort of the uh, Yellowstone National Park area. Okay. Uh, doing quite well. Grizzlies. Uh, it's estimated that there are about 700 in the region, oh, uh, living out their lives it's a, in peace, lovely. Uh, except when the tour groups come through, and then it's just awful. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, removal—the removal has happened. They have been removed from the list. Okay, 
and uh, which means that Montana, Wyoming, and Idaho uh, are now going to be allowed to hold grizzly bear hunts. Hooray! Their, their wildlife divisions will be able to issue licenses. Right. Uh, there are quotas that are being uh, worked out right now. Yeah. And everything's fine in the world. Mm. Except, of course, that Native Americans view the grizzly as a sacred animal. Okay. And the members of the bear clan uh, actually view the grizzly as an uncle. Well, and they are suing the federal government, saying up. that Grizz that this uh, decision <laughs> violates their <laughs> religion. Oh God! Um, so we're talking about sort of a sacred cow scenario, yeah. But for the grizzly bear, and I have to say, I feel like it's bullshit. Because I wait, wait, you're claiming <laughs> that that bear uh-huh. is not that guy's uncle. <laughs> well, no, I'm claiming how, how you I'm, need to back that. I'm up. claiming that it seems very weird to me <laughs> that it a group of people is saying that the act of hunting the grizzly bear by anyone is a violation of their religious beliefs. Yeah. And that's the problem that I have. Your religious beliefs control your conduct, mm. not the conduct of others. Now, granted, I I think that I hate hunting of these. I, I, I mean, I get arguments for like population control and this and that, but Clearly, that's not an issue. This thing's just barely coming off the endangered species list. Right. And so, like, uh, I I just, I hate it. I hate, I hate a lot of the, the oh, I'm going to go get me a grizzly. You know, like, right. that mentality really bugs me, and I don't like that. The whole sport and hunting sport thing. Sport hunting really bothers me. Like, if it's, if it were like, you know, again, wildlife division officials or employees that were going out to hunt to control the population that i would be like okay well like for the health of the whole species clearly you need to call yeah, but what's the difference between that and saying because i don't like the hunting i don't like the yeah. sport it's, it's turning it's, killing it's, into a sport is it's distasteful it's a little yucky me. yeah it's a and little so, yucky but Regardless of my own personal feelings on that matter, I don't think that that act is a violation of your religious beliefs or your rights or as your a, as a believer. Rights. Like, believe that that's your uncle or whatever. Sure, but you have to understand that, like, the rest of us do not believe that that's your uncle, and you have no proof that that's your uncle. Well, and we've got you know, <laughs> the, well, that's true. We could do some genetic testing, but I don't think it'll come out right. But here's the other thing, like. We we already have plenty of examples in this in this country and around the world of people like there are people living in this country who think that it is an abomination to eat swine mm. to eat mm-hmm. pig flesh right but they don't stop us the rest right. of us right from that's, enjoying ham that's for you that is your or a good belief. pork chop that is not for me I haven't had a pork chop in years 
They're nice. They are nice. You can. Hmm. I cook them up on my George Foreman. Do you really? Yeah. You have a regular pork chop? Sure. Really? Not regular, but every so often. I haven't had pork chops in years. They're delightful. Do you get <clears throat> applesauce? Do you eat applesauce with them? Not usually. That's the you're supposed to. <laughs> this has been cooking with Frank and Dan. <laughs> uh, yeah, the bear thing is ridiculous. That's just silly. P.S. Uh, just as an update, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, 189 islands in the Mediterranean. And also, I wasn't. And we could only name five of them. I wasn't including like that's uh, a shame. The whole Mediterranean. I was kind of cutting it off at at. Uh, Italy, but if you go There's on Greece, Greece, of course. Ah, fuck me! And I actually, I actually thought of a Greek <laughs> island, and when, and then was like, wait, is that actually the Mediterranean? Of course it is. Now, now that I think about oh, it, oh, I just yet. thought of another one, Ibiza. Yep. Oh man. Yep. God, we suck. Yeah, we're terrible. We suck at, at geography, game. Dan. <laughs> we didn't get Corfu. Oh no. We didn't get Jerba. Oh no. We didn't get Thassos. Oh, beautiful Thassos. Everybody loves Thassos. Uh, Ikaria. Uh, we got none of these places. These just sound like names of planets on Star Trek. <laughs> they do. All of Except this. Except it's, 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 what was it? Thosos? Thesos or something like that? Thesos 5. You, you have to always put a right, oh, right. after it. Right. Samothrace 9. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> totally, suddenly we're there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am from Doogie Orthok. Otok. Two. Doogie or Otok. That's that's a Croatian one. Ah. Doogie Ortok Prime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, well let's move right along. Uh some uh some unhappy news, some rough stuff. No in, <clears throat> coming out of Jerusalem. Oh boy. This time uh that's what we're dealing surprise, with here. Surprise, surprise. This is the crux of the problem between the Jews of Israel and the Palestinian Hindu or Hindus. <laughs> I would love some Palestinian Hindus. You know, those Hindus of Palestine. Muslims. <laughs> that was the word I was looking for. Uh, the Muslims. <laughs> the the, the pr- practicers of Islam. Yes. Uh, You've now found five ways to say Right. The, <laughs> the crux of the problem here yeah. is that we've got a whole bunch of people who believe very different religions. Yes. Not very different. They're basically the same religion. Slightly with, with some, some modified sort of dialectical changes. Uh, <laughs> you've got... But they have... They, there's so many places, especially in and around Jerusalem, that are holy to both <gasps> for that, different reasons. Crazy. Uh, this particular incident took place at the site known to Muslims as the Noble Sanctuary... Oh, okay. But okay. to Jews as the Temple Mount. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it is, uh, in point of fact, the first, the most, the the most holy site in Judaism. Oh. And oh, the boy. third holiest site in Islam. Give it to the Jews. After Mecca and Medina. Give it to the Jews. More <laughs> important to them. They win. They win. They win. Just... That's how you. That's how. That's the. That's how, we, how you decide this thing. I mean, we, come on. We go through you. You've got to order. You've got to put everything in order of yeah. most important to least. You get your most important. There's no question <laughs> about you getting your most important. 
There you get. is. There is question, Frank. No, because your third most important cannot trump the other group's most important. It's the most important. Th- Come on. Send me over uh, there. All right. Fine. Jared Kushner, he's not going to solve this. I'll solve it. You've figured it out. You've solved it. Right well, now. Well, uh, there has been a shooting there. Oh, boy. Uh, there are th- three Palestinian uh, assailants shot uh, at Israeli police there and killed Jeez, killing okay. two of them jesus christ before they before the the the, the attackers this were is a holy site holy site people yeah that's kind of not it what you do lost on these on, on those shooters well i mean when a conflict is, has been in full effect for that long but, it's gonna boil over in the places where the conflict is most passionately felt and that's going to be in these places i'm shocked that it doesn't happen on the reg. Yeah. Uh, shockingly, this incident actually led to a phone call, an actual person to person phone call between Mahmoud Abbas and Benjamin Netanyahu, which there was never happens. Really? These two do not talk to each other. Mahmoud Abbas, of course, the president of the Palestinian Authority. Uh, Authority. Or uh, whatever. Or whatever. And Netanyahu being the president of, of Israel. Or whatever. Or whatever. Prime Minister. <laughs> the you know, you guys know what we're talking about. He's that guy. Don't get don't get pedantic with us. We're not real news. Benji. You know Benji. Benji. B- no BB. BB, that's what it is. BB and Don't get pedantic with me, Dan. And Mahmoud <laughs> actually spoke on the phone to each other. Uh Ma- Abbas actually uh decried this. He actually said that this was not an okay thing. He, oh, he wow. Uh, rejects, he says, any violence from any party, particularly at holy sites. Who called whom? Uh, or did they dial Abbas, each other's numbers simultaneously? They did. They did. They Aides called each other and then planned when they were both going to pick up the phone at exactly the same moment. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Hello, Mr. Bibi. Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Abbas called uh, Bibi. In this case. All right. So there you go. Very, very interesting. Uh, Nothing brings two enemies together like uh, other enemies shooting each other or something. A first or third most holy site, depending on... Depending on who you are. Yeah. Jews win. (laughs) According to Frank. Sorry. Like, somebody's got to say it. (laughs) It seems obvious. It does. It does indeed. Anyway. But there are, uh, okay, let's just move on. Yeah. Dan. Yes. The Barna Group. Oh, uh, the they Barna Group. They've come up before. Yes. They have a new, they're, they're, so they're like this conservative Christian, uh, like, uh, like polling group, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like the evangelical Dan Jones. There you go. They, uh, I think Dan Jones is a local thing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Wall Street, or who who does polls? Gallup. Gallup. Evangelical Gallup. There you go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, Dan Jones, wait. No, that's, no, that's, that's just that guy here in town who calls around. Uh, he's just a guy that Dan, calls people. Dan, Mr. Jones, stop calling. <laughs> Damn it, Dan. <laughs> uh, so they have a new thing out uh, talking about... Uh, the cities of this country and which ones are sort of the most secular uh, or in their terms, the most post-Christian. 
Oh, post-Christianity, is it? Yes, indeed. Because that's the only thing that you could possibly be coming from if you are secular. If, if you don't love Jesus, you must be post-Christian. You, you might be a post-Christian. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm going to turn the whole episode into a Jeff Foxworthy impression oh, from now on. Don't. Please don't. If you think that you're a burger, you might have diarrhea. Uh, no, what? Hmm? Might be a redneck, right? That's it. You figured or it out. Have diarrhea, or <laughs> it's, it's either either or. either or either or. So so Barna Group has found. Uh, oh yeah, let's go through the list. These are the most post-Christian places in America. <laughs> most post-Christian. That is as ugly a phrasing as we. Can. <laughs> I mean, it, what what it shows. I'm gonna. We'll get to that. But what it shows is where the Barna Group really is coming from, because. Yeah. They're not going to say most secular or right. or you know least religious, right? Because everything is has to be related to Christianity, right? It's not even like you know, like like anyone who says I'm an atheist, they're not post-Jewish, right? They didn't leave Islam, right? They're post-Christian. They're post-Christian. It makes perfect sense. It all does. So let's uh, talk about so these cities. Actually, yeah. Did you look at this list at all? Because this is a perfect time to have a little quiz. I I admit that I also oh. did see this. So, Good so I damn. I didn't look at the the whole list though. But I mean, I, I it was it was completely coastal. Do you, do you remember the number one post Christian city in America? I was like Maine, Most wasn't it? Yeah, it was the Portland Auburn uh, metropolitan area of Maine uh, of Maine comes in at 57% post Christian. Good for them. Yeah. Can you believe it? And then right after those them, Mainers are no nonsense. Let me tell you, <laughs> they're not, they're, they, they, they don't go in for all of that hocus pocus. Oh no. They, very, they go out on they the shoot straight. They go out on the ocean. They catch their lobsters. Uh huh. They come then, back and they don't believe in God. And then they're done. <laughs> Ah, the next next most post-Christian city in America, or should I say uh, metropolitan area, because once again, it's a couple different cities combined into one statistical area, uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, Wait, those are two, those are one area? Yeah, it's hyphenated. Well, that's just weird. I don't know why. I don't, I, I've never been to Boston slash Manchester. I believe the hyphen, because there's no comma. They are also doing comma ones. Oh, my God. No. Barna, get your fucking act together. Burlington. Just Vermont. pick a fucking city. Uh, yeah. The, the hyphenated ones are, uh, these other ones I know to actually be metropolitan areas. So I'm assuming, that I, again, yeah, geography is failing me. Dan. We, geography. Oh, God. We suck. Uh, but also at the number two spot was Albany, Schenectady, Schenectady, Troy, New York. Okay. Right. Uh, but then there's Providence, Rhode Island, ma- matched with New Bedford, Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Uh, Burlington, Vermont. Jesus has been evicted from the, from the, the <laughs> Northeast. Uh, there's Hartford, Connecticut, New yeah. York, New York, uh, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose, California. Oh, there's the West. Yep. Seattle, Tacoma, and Buffalo, New York. It's all going down. But yeah, you're right. It's all coastal except for... Except for Buffalo. Except for Buffalo, which is up which is there. inland a, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, not surprising, of course, that these would be coastal places. No. 
I I guess I'm a little surprised at who's not on the list, but probably right up there. Like what? Portland? Yeah, Portland. Uh, maybe Los Angeles. Sure. Uh, anywhere in Florida. Cause oh that, no, that's that all godless. That's all. That's all Catholics and Jews. It's all. It's 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 Lots of Jews. The Jews come from New York down. Right. The Catholics come from Cuba up. Oh, I guess that's true, but it just seems, you know, yeah, so whatever. strangely. Yeah, you would think like Miami. It's yeah. I mean, that much meth use <laughs> cannot leave a place that God fearing. You clearly have not seen God in your meth <laughs> on your meth trips, which uh, I totally have. Uh, but uh, also in these articles, there's always, of course, the flip side, Uh-oh. which is, according to the Barna Group and their use of language, the most churched city in America. Oh, it's not. It's not the most pre-Christian. <laughs> it's not the most current, cr- currently Christian. No, it's churched. It's churched. the most churched city. Uh, is that is not a verb to church a town. But let's church this place up. We need to church this place. This place needs to get churched. <laughs> uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Well, there's a shocker. Uh, also on the list, uh, 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 where's that place? Shreveport. Louisiana? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that, that's a, They're mostly Catholic, aren't they? Yeah. You and I have been to Shreveport. Yeah. It's the least post-Christian city at 12%. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Least post least post Christian. How how are we going to word this so that it's the (laughs) most not easiest to read? (laughs) The the least most not not (laughs) difficult easiest to understand. Oh God! All right. Well, I'm pretty post Christian, so I'm going to move on to. uh, There's a new study. You know, Donald Trump uh, wants to defund Planned Parenthood, as do all of the, all the conservatives. Planned Parenthood is public enemy number one Yeah, in the Bible, Bible Belt and beyond. Want to know why? Because they kill babies. That's what everybody, that's all anybody cares about. They kill babies. Uh, they are, they are a, a, a large then, provider of abortion. Uh, there's the, there's the, the theory that if we can just defund Planned Parenthood. Yeah. We can prevent abortion in this country. Oh, of course it will. Of course Thank it will. God. Nobody will ever want an abortion ever again. Right. Right. Where, where would they possibly go? So here's the thing. Texas has already kind of done it. We've got a test case uh, where Texas basically slashed the budget for, for family planning services and, like, and shut down most of the clinics. And ba- they basically have made it all but impossible to get an abortion. Uh, and be, and made it impossible for Planned Parenthood to thrive as an organization. Really? Yes. Uh, which? What about private uh, donations? Like, how much? What percentage of Planned Parenthood's budget typically comes from uh, government? Is it uh, a lot? Is it I, really that sizable? Uh, I have all of those statistics at my hand at my disposal right now but i'm just not going to tell you it's the least most important (laughs) source of funding something i don't know here's but here's what i do know they did manage 
to really cut down uh, Planned Parenthood clinics. Wow. Most of them were shut down. That's disgusting. Well, what do you think the results were uh, in terms of how many abortions were prevented? Went up. It went up! Abortion went up. Had to have. Uh, Because what they're not taking into account is that it's about planning parenthood. You'd, you'd think that they would have been smart enough to put something about that in the name of the place. <laughs> but they didn't think of that. They just named it whatever they named it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, there's th- what they are is a resource to go and not get pregnant. Yeah. Uh, Contraception are us is what they should have right, called right, it. Right. They prevent way more abortions than they perform. Right. So... Once it happened, now there, so there was a study that ha, that was done uh, by university by Miami University uh, professor Annalisa Packham. Mm. Uh, a little little bit of controversy in the study, but what she did was she was able to sort of recreate and, and a lot of these studies. I I have to say a lot of these studies, you know, because you don't have two Texases to mm. compare. Right, like Texas did what it did. And so we can get that data, but we don't know what really would have happened if they hadn't done it. So what they do is they take states that have similar demographics to Texas, mm-hmm. a few states that have similar sort of backgrounds but didn't do what Texas did, and they take data from them and combine them together in a way to create a synthetic Texas. A Texas oh. that didn't do this. That didn't... Some alternate universe Texas. Right. Bizarro Texas. Right. That didn't do it. All they uh, need is actually, you know, be able to get to a different dimension. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what they need. Quantum quantum studying. That would be easier. Is the wave of the future. But for now, we have to create synthetic Texas. Synthetic. That's great. Which yeah. I've been to Texas. It's pretty synthetic. I don't know if you've seen a Texas woman anytime <laughs> recently. But ain't nothing natural going on there. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Um, <laughs> the Texas. So... Uh, the results of this study uh, indicate that, quote, uh, let's see, the funding cuts increased abortion rates by 4.9% in one to two years after the funding cuts and 3.1% over three years. Hmm. That's a significant jump. Mm-hmm. You are making, you are causing abortions, you you conservative politicians, yeah. you. Yep. They don't I just, get it. Well, what I love is that they, uh, what they, even if they do get it, and you know, some of these politicians may well get it. They don't care, though. What they need is not to prevent abortions. What they need is an enemy that uh. they can point to and say, look who I'm fighting. You have to vote for me because I'm fighting this enemy. Right. And they've done a really great job of vilifying this very, very good organization that does amazing work for the entire country. So... Well done, America. You're killing the good ones. Hooray. But that's what they would say about us. We who who are okay with abortion. We're killing the the innocent. No, we're not. Murderers. That's what we are. Anyway, hey, if you're a murderer and you'd like to talk about it, you can write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group. 
but we'll let you in. We will. Hey, Dan. Yo. Do you like pedophilia? <laughs> well, who doesn't? <laughs> Good Lord. That's, I, a, I, that's I a great question. Why Why this in, like sudden awareness of the rampant pedophilia problem amongst America's highest ranking government liberals, of, liberal officials? It, there is this sort of weird Alex Jones thing that's happening right now. Yeah. It's the satanic panic is back. Yeah. And, and this time they're fucking your kids. Right. Let's listen to. This is uh who is this guy? This is Mark Taylor. Mark Taylor is he was the quote firefighter prophet apparently. <laughs> okay. A guy who uh who who prophesies he's uh he <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, he's uh he's 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 a peach and he's got some good stuff to say to us about what's coming. Uh, oh god. That's what you're going to see happening. I think you're going to see the news media cleaned out. You're going to see uh, corrupt government officials uh, go down. You, I, I said uh, on – I did a Jim Baker show here not too long ago. Um, I, I released something that uh, you're going to see arrest warrants taking place, and we're going to have to be careful how they do this because um, there's, this is going to go so deep they could take down parts of government, literally. And you're going to see military-style tribunals break out. Divine justice is not coming. Divine justice is being poured out right now. And here's what people don't understand because there's been a 100% media blackout on this. 3,000 elite pedophiles have been arrested since the inauguration. And that's not a whole lot of common knowledge. People don't understand that. It's because they've had a 100% media blackout on it. And there are two Navy SEALs right now, ex-Navy SEALs, that are trying to get the word out. They're making a documentary to show, to try to get the word out to the public that how many arrests have actually been made. Now, these are well-common names, and they're not releasing the names of elites that have been that have been arrested and then um you've also got uh ex special forces that are going around the world right now literally pulling these kids out of these satanic cults uh of pedophilia uh sac child sacrifices and they're rescuing these kids and bringing them back is what they're doing and this is the stuff you're not hearing on the news right now so you're going to see literally i prophesied in 2015 well you, you read the prophetic word that the clintons were going to go down obama's going to go down uh, they're all going to go down. Everybody who is corrupt, time is up for those who are corrupt, is what the title of the prophecy was. And God is very serious when he says he's going to clean house. And it's just, everybody keeps asking me, when's it going to start? When's it going to start? It's already started. It's just, they're not saying anything. And the other thing you have to understand, Trump being 10, 10 places ahead of everybody else, he's not going to tip his hat as to what he's doing. You know what I mean? He's just not going to. You're just going to wake up one morning, and all of a sudden Hillary Clinton's going to be in jail. Boom. Or she's going to be before indicted before the committee, Senate committee, you know what I mean? Um, and, and I believe she will go to jail uh, because it will also be a sign to the United States that that spirit called Jezebel has been locked up and the key thrown away. Well, that guy is a, he's a modern-day prophet, Dan. Let me tell you something about that guy. He is bad at idioms. <laughs> tip your hand or tip your hat. You got one or the other, they mean two totally different things. Did he tip his hat or something? Uh, Trump is Trump's not the kind of guy who's going to tip his hat. <laughs> well, no, he's not, because he doesn't. I don't know. His, Good day, his, sir. His red baseball cap. Good day to you, ma'am. <laughs> Good day ah. to you. Ah, well done. I tip my hat to you. Good day. 
<laughs> Good day. <laughs> that guy, uh, I think he's got it. I think he's figured it out. 3,000 arrests. There's a, wow. There's a media blackout. But 3,000 so, people have disappeared. 3,000 uh, elite yeah. pedophiles. None of their families are complaining currently. We're not hearing anything from any of their families. There's so much shame, Dan. And the media won't listen. The media, the media has blacked They've it out. Blacked it out, including like the conservative media. Like it's not showing up on uh, Fox anywhere. Breitbart. Oh my God! Breitbart probably has it. They know what's <laughs> up. Well, I'm glad this guy's on the story, Dan. Yeah, he is on the case, and he, boy, talk about Jeff Foxworthy. That guy. If you like to rape children and satanic cults you might be a liberal elite <laughs> is what basically he said yeah he's got a mustache that's the main thing right jeff Foxworthy has a mustache that's... i guess so <laughs> i don't know all right moving on uh we had some folks write into us uh this is from thomas who writes guys first of all thanks for doing the podcast uh i was very interested in your discussion about satan in Mormonism in the last podcast. Mm. I remember being confused in religion class. I was ca- I was in a Catholic high school, even though my parents uh, had left the church. Uh, when converting, or when, yeah, when covering the book of Job, and it was clearly stated that Satan was among the heavenly host where God was holding court. Mm-hmm. I had thought that he was banished from heaven long before. Uh, Brother Richard rather feebly suggested sometimes God let Satan back in to see what he is, was missing. <laughs> oh, wow. Eh, good try. Good job, Brother Richard. You're now you're just making shit up. I, I wish I knew how much of what I, rem- what I believed as a child was just some adult making something up on the spot because they didn't know the answer and they didn't want to feel stupid. Right. I wish I had an understanding of exactly how much that was. <laughs> Anyway, so I emailed the Bible geek. Uh, I don't know who that is, but apparently there is one. Uh, And he said that Satan is not a name, but more of a title or job description. It means, quote, the adversary and is an angel sent by God to test someone. The Mm. leader of the rebellious angels was Lucifer. Mm. Uh, Anyway, this puts Satan tempting Jesus into a very different light. Satan was following God's orders to find out if Jesus could overcome the temptation to aggrandize himself. So, uh, yeah. There you go. I, But that's rough when you believe in the Trinity. We, right. <laughs> that's just, that's hard. That's, I am going to send a guy to tempt me to see how I'll really react to this when this happens. <laughs> I'll never see it. I have no it. knowledge of this whatsoever. I'll never see it coming. I'll never <laughs> see it coming. <laughs> Take that, me. <laughs> and then I'm going to descend upon myself like a dove. Right. And then I'm going to, yeah, and then I'm going to it's a- call out to me in pain as I, hang, as, as I l- allow other people to hang me on a cross. Yeah. Oh, but- me. Why have I forsaken me? And But then I'm going to go up to heaven and visit me. And then I'm going to send me back down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at this game. I think I'm bad at this game. Me no good. <laughs> me, me bad at meing. Um, Satan, the word Satan as a, as a title, I like that. It's like the word Christ as a title. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Lucifer the Satan. Lucifer. I'm, hello, I'm Lucifer. I'm Satan today. 
I'll be, I'll your, be your Satan. I'll be your Satan today. Oh, funny, funny. Uh, Alex wrote into us. Uh, Alex says the last podcast opening topic was the national anthem uh, at mm. a starting point. You and I talked about how weirded yeah, out we get strange when that shit. happens. Yeah. And we don't know what to do. Don't feel weird, says Alex. I never, ever, ever do that. Ah. Uh, I, I do not feel obligated to sing or pledge or put my hand anywhere other than my side, generally in my pocket. It feels so cult-like to do that. How can I pledge and put my hand there when I do not support most of the things we do as a nation? If anyone out there doesn't feel like doing it, don't. If it feels weird, then don't. It's not a big deal. Uh, Who's going to call you out? Why does it matter? Now, here's where I wanted to push back against Alex for a Mm. little bit. Okay. I can very easily imagine in Donald Trump's America, in alt-right America, Mm -hmm. in... Kaepernick America, that if you don't stand up and put your hand on your heart and sing the national anthem, somebody could call you out. Mm-hmm. And it will be someone who is prone to irrational violence. <laughs> yeah, if they're going to actually go to the hey, length of... Stand the fuck up! This is America, goddammit! Yeah. I can see that happening quite easily. Mm-hmm. And then rallying other people to their cause. Right. You could get beer poured this on you. This man hates America. Hey, if you don't like America, get the fuck out. Go home. Go home. You, know, <laughs> you fucking commie. You don't like America? Go home, man. Wait, Get no. out of here. No, we're supposed to like the Russians now. Oh, fuck, right. You, you, uh, you Nazi? No, wait, we like the Nazis too now. What? Yeah, Breitbart, you know, Steve Bannon. Oh, okay, go home, you, uh, 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 uh. Just go home. I think they could come up with a couple things to yell. Yeah. Yeah, they've got stuff to yell. They're good at hollering. Yeah. They can holler. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't... Go like, back to Scandinavia. <laughs> I don't know that word. Hey, you 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 belong in Copenhagen. Go back to France, Frenchy Frog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's also somehow emasculating. I don't know why. <laughs> To our French listeners, uh, <laughs> we Americans see uh, your males as inferior. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think you, you know where you live, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and you probably know if it's safe to uh, to abstain or not. <laughs> but be aware that someone might get mad. Yeah, this is, after all, America, America. <laughs> Oh, did we have any donors? Oh, we do, Dan. Okay. We have new donors. Uh, Jesus Christ, this print is small. Uh, oh, Frank got old. Uh, Frank went and got old sorry, on us. guys. I mean, get, get, your, uh, get your bifocals out, Not Franklin. yet. Not yet. Uh, Brandon. We have Brandon as a new uh, member of the faithful. Oh. Uh-huh. The new faithful listener. And Dan, Ooh. we have to both thank somebody... And inaugurate someone new. What? First, thank you, James, for all of your support. Oh. And your continued support. Our, uh, our previous Lord and Savior, our James. Our previous Lord and Savior. However, there is a new top donor. A new Lord and Savior? A new Lord and Savior. An archangel, as it were. Oh. Angela. 
An- Archangela. Archangela. Our new Lord and Savior. <laughs> the heavenly host trumpets your name as you are now our top donor on Patreon. Oh, so thank you, Angela, and thank you, James. Um, and and. And thank you, everyone. Yeah. Uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to become one of the holiest people on the planet, uh, meaning someone who uh, helps to make sh- make this show go, yeah, uh, we would surely appreciate a donation. Uh, you can go to, pay- to thankgodimatheist.com, click on the Patreon button, and that then you can make a per-show donation, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we uh, honor you for that. Yes, indeed. In the name of the Frank... And of the Dan. And of the holy shit. Amen. Amen. So, Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you remember how you and I used to be Marmons? Oh. Just... Does that ring a bell to you? It's so weird to <laughs> think you, back on now. You and I... We're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And at some well, point... Well, when you say it that way, you give me the willies. At some point, it made sense to me. I remember <laughs> that all being sounding pretty fucking true. I know. For a minute there. Ugh. <laughs> well, it sounded normal. Yeah. It sounded like what you grew up with. It was... A, it was just what it was. Every bit as true as the fact that benevolent Columbus discovered America... <laughs> And saved it from the savages. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> all the other good history that we learned. It was all very, very plausible and real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was all, and it all, the, the, the genesis point, mm. the pivotal moment mm. that got millions of people to believe in this fine, fine, not at all cultish religion. Mm. No. Uh, was what is now uh, known among the Mormons as the first vision. The first vision. Uh, it is an important moment in, in Mormon history. Yeah, this is Joseph Smith. Joe Smith. Meeting God for the first time. The man himself uh, started a religion based on a story that he told about God coming to him personally. This yeah. is not a voice in this man's head. No. This is a... Pillar of fire coming down from the sky, uh, brighter than all get out than the noonday sun, and uh, and right? which was funny because I think it happened during the day, right? Mm-hmm. So a little bit brighter than it already was. <laughs> he didn't say how much brighter. He just said brighter, Dan. Yeah, uh, and then and then, well, then something happened. But here's the problem. So we were raised with a story. And the story we were raised with was what, Frank? So Joseph Smith was wondering. Okay, so Joseph Smith grew up in a region of the country uh, where there was a great revival of faith. And there were all these different groups trying, vying for individuals to join their sect. And Joseph Smith was confused about which one was the right one for him to join. It's a great question. So he and he went. So when he, he was about fourteen years old, he wanders out into the woods near his home in uh, upstate New York. Yes, and uh, 
out into a lovely grove of trees and he mm-hmm. kneels down and he begins to pray well no sooner than he be- had begun to pray than a dark dark spirit dark force sort of a- comes down and is kind of oppressing him yeah. right S- preventing him from continuing to pray right it, yeah. it, it strangles off his speech and then in a moment it switches the the that presence flees and this oh. pillar of light as you uh, mentioned brighter than the noonday sun with two personages in it descends into the grove and the one pointing gesturing to the other says says my name is captain kirk and this is <laughs> this is spock and we have a message <laughs> no uh he says uh what behold I am the Lord thy God, and this is my beloved son. I can't remember exactly how it Something goes. Something along those lines. But he gestures to the other one. He says, behold, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Or Hear something. ye him. Hear him, yes. <laughs> and then Jesus tells him to go and none of the religions are true. None of them. None of them. And go start your own shit. Well, no, he says, but it, I think he kind of leaves it as sort of a, but wait instructions. Oh, wait right. for, the, you know, right. like, he doesn't say go start Mormonism. He doesn't tell him at this point where uh, the, golden the golden plates are or anything like that. It's just kind of like, this is the thing. Don't do that. Just kind of stay in a little holding pattern and some other good shit's going to come down the pike. But it was like four fucking years before anything else really happened. Yeah. So what, what, what's a young man who now has been visited by God the Father and Jesus Christ? Uh, what's he to do? Masturbate, to, like to, the rest of us. <laughs> but to make up wildly diverse versions of this <laughs> well, pivotal uh, moment in his life. Well, here's that what... no human being could ever forget or confuse the details of. Well, you'd think... You'd think that if fucking God, his goddamn self, came to you, right. you'd remember most of the, the salient points. Yeah. I, one could be forgiven if he forgot where the specific place was. Yeah, sure. You know, where in the, where in the mountains, in the woods he trekked off to or whatever. One could be forgiven if he what, didn't know. What shade of green the leaves <laughs> right. were that day. What he was wearing. You know, yeah, the, yeah, I would forgive him what he was wearing. The, lots of, there are lots of details. Even if he got a few, like, fairly major things wrong, like, you know, about the date or whatever. Yeah. He could be forgiven for a lot. It was a Tuesday instead of a Thursday. Here's the problem. There are four direct accounts that we have that Joseph himself gave. Ah, oh. That he either wrote or that he spoke. Uh, so which one did I just give? Because that's the one that I feel like as soon as I started to tell the story, a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a corner of my brain that keeps my missionary memories uh-huh. took over. I've told that story in Italian, probably multiple, multiple times. Sure. Uh, with basically those details. So like w- that clearly must be the official account. But w- where does that fit in with? So that's that's what's in. Uh, I, I believe that that basic accounting is what is in the scripture now, the the doctrine and covenants. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the Mormon scripture. Um. So probably more that it's it's an amalgamation. It's I think it's the last one. I think it's the 1842 oh, version when he finally got it right. When he finally sort of 
honed and refined. Or maybe it's the 38 version. Here's the thing. These four versions, there are some pretty glaring differences. Yeah, let's get to some of those differences. All right. First, we got 1832. Okay. Uh, This is well after when any of this was supposed to have happened. Right, because, like... The first this, time he gives an account of this... This was supposed to have happened in, like, 1820, right? Uh, Well, it depends on which one you believe. Oh, wow. Because the first one says he was 16 years old. Right, okay. Uh, And that he went... And, so so he's, he's 16 in the 1832. Okay. It changes later to 14. Oh, right. So... Huh. Who knows when this was meant to have happened? Okay. 1832 talks about... Uh, so all of the accounts have these basic things. Uh, Joseph had questions about what, about religion. He uh, searches the scriptures. He then has a vision, and he speaks with the Lord. Mm. Those, are, those are all in all of them. Pretty vague. Mm-hmm. Pretty vague stuff. 32 and 35, uh, he's concerned about his soul... And hmm. Jesus tells Joseph his sins are forgiven. Interesting. Uh, mind you, so in the first one, 32, he's 16, and Jesus comes to him. Right. Just Jesus. The pillar of fire happens, and it's Jesus. And okay. he tells him, your sins are forgiven. And that's that. 35, Joseph tells the story again. He's gotten a little bit embellishy. Uh, he sees many angels. Oh. In 35. Of course. Of course there'd be angels. I'm surprised he left that detail out the first time. Yeah. I, I think the angels didn't really play in Peoria. Because oh. we get to 38, uh, the angels are gone. Interesting. 30, I, I would, my instinct would be to put angels you'd want, into, you, the, you would into think. the story. He didn't put it in the first one. He only put it in the second one. The angels disappear in the other ones. Okay. Uh, But 1835 and 38, Satan comes into play. Those are the two where where the darkness that you talked about that he felt is Satan. Interesting that that stuck. Of course. Well, Well, it's stuck in those two. Because the devil does not want this thing to happen. Right. This cannot happen. He knows what's about to happen. Right. This kid, uh uh-oh. He's going to try and stop it, but he can't. Yeah. So that that comes in in those two. It does not come in in the forty two. Oh, mind you. But they, I think they kind of they kind of snuck it back in. Okay. Uh, in uh, a few of them, such a good detail. Uh, there's the introduction by God of Jesus. So the right. last three all include that two personages. Behold, I, I am. And Mormonism is the only context in which I've ever heard the word personage. <laughs> It's just a person. It's just it's either a person or it's not. There's why are we using the word personage? Uh, it sounds well, fancy. It, yeah, it does. It He's does. really good at fancy sounding stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't believe how many times this guy uses the term and it came to pass. It's like it was like Verily, it was like, verily. It was like his it was like I say unto you. He had came to pass and verily Tourette's. It was just like <laughs> hick. It was just it was it, that was his tick. Barely. And very, it, was, it was actually like when he couldn't think of what to say next because he was dictating a lot of this time right. and it was, it was always like, and, uh, and verily I say unto you that it came to pass that 
and he's just buying himself time to behold the next thing. Verily, the Lord. Yeah. So it was only in, in the 1838 and 1842 accounts. 42. This is 10 years after the first account. Now, Christ is telling Joseph that all of the other churches are wrong. That's, yeah, it's good stuff. And that, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so that's where that all comes in. Now, to my mind, a guy telling a story where the first account of it, written in his own hand, says Jesus came to him. Mm-hmm. And then later accounts say God and Jesus God. came to him. Not just Jesus, but fucking God. I mean... God. You guys. <laughs> like, if it were like, I can't remember who was there. Joey was there, and Sam and Bubba was there, but I right. don't remember. Wait, now, was, was Rick there, or was Rick not there? If that's what it is, right. and it's just recounting, like, who got drunk at the frat party? Right. Fine. Right. You don't remember who was there. <laughs> okay. But if you can't decide if you were 14 or 16, and you can't decide... Uh, was God there or not? Let, now, wait. Like, I know Jesus was there. Jesus was Clearly totally there. Jesus was I there. remember Jesus being there because he and said a bunch of shit to me. It's possible I, that there were some angels... The devil and some angels were there. Was the devil there? Uh, maybe not. I'm, uh, no, wait. I remember... I think I remember angels because there was... Oh, you know what? It wasn't angels. It was God. Yeah. It was God. It was God. I remember God was there. <laughs> Was the devil ever? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I believe there might be some untruth happening <laughs> in this story. Hmm. I believe that doubt has been cast hmm. on this holiest of stories. The first vision, Dan. Oh, you guys don't even know <sighs> like how it, I mean, you do. You you know how important this is because he's claiming fucking God came and visited him. Right. This is this is yeah. This it is, everything hinges on this. Get more important than that. I mean, the 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 Mormon Church would like you to believe that it all hinges on the Book of Mormon. Right. But the Book of Mormon but hinges Book of on Mormon this story. Hinges on this. Like if this story isn't true, it's pretty clear that the idea of the Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. which we mentioned the golden plates. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Book of Mormon is not something that Joseph Smith claims to have written. Right. Joseph Smith claimed to translate mm-hmm. from plates of gold found in the ground revealed to him by an angel. Yes. Later on. Right. Much uh, a few years later. Now, if the, the fr- s- from the first vision, if the story of the first vision is not credible. It might cast a little bit of doubt on the story of magic plates of gold mm-hmm. in the fucking in the hill Kamara. We believe this, Frank. Oh, what Mormons I believe? It, you, it's rough, Dan. You went out into the world and taught it unto other people who were probably utterly incredulous at yeah. the notion. Yeah, uh, just like most people, we believe in God. And we know that he lives and that he loves us. 
and we want to share with you our feelings about him. This yeah. is I memorized shit. Yeah, like you, you. But at least back then, you learned by. Uh, you had a spiel. You had a spiel, and you had to know it by heart. Yeah, and uh, you rattled it off to people, and you were supposed to like. And that's what was always funny about it is that here we are, you know, with our broken Italian, <laughs> uh, kind of struggling, limping through the language. And then cut to me telling you this story that's my testimony uh-huh. of it. And it switches gears into like poetic Italian. <laughs> oh, because you had already crafted this. This is a standard discussion. Right. It has, you memorize it. Right. Come la maggioranza delle persone noi crediamo a Dio. E vogliamo condividere con voi i nostri sentimenti a suo riguardo. Like that, it's, that's the first line. <laughs> and everybody said the fir- that, that line. And then you work your way through it. Is that, is that I'd, I'd like to bear my testimony that I no. know the church is true? No, it's uh, uh, like most people, we believe in God. And we'd like to share with you our feelings uh, uh, about him. Uh, yeah. There you go. There you go. It's a good spiel. It's a good spiel. You know, these accounts of the first vision, I'm going to get circle back to this, because uh-huh. uh, for the longest time, no one knew that there were multiple accounts. Right. There were like a couple of people that knew. And yeah. then there are these pesky historians that started to dig in and found different accounts and sort of, you know, quietly said, um, you guys? <laughs> but still nobody really knew about it. None of the Mormons... Uh, because, you know, you you don't disseminate that amongst your flock. Oh, no. Uh, but here, here, enter then this thing. Have you heard of this thing that they call the internet? Do tell, an Dad. Intern, interesting. I think it's called an internet. <laughs> it's like a little smaller female intern. Oh, an internet. Okay. An internet. That's, uh, that's nice. The, but But she goes and she gets all kinds of information for you and she just presents it to you. Mm. So people who don't like the Mormons or who want the Mormons to or or who want people to understand that there might be reasons not to believe in Mormonism oh. started putting this stuff up there. So uh, now the church themselves has their own uh, has their own essay on it mm-hmm. on, on LDS.org. If you Google LDS.org essays or, or, or Mormon essays, you can find all of their essays that they try to where they try to take control of the narrative of right. the most controversial things in uh, their history in their history yeah uh and in their present they really they really try oh, yeah. they there's, really try and grab hold of them yeah. uh and they tell a, a, a you know a, a, a tale that's that's nice but they but they also acknowledge that there's truth in this and they have links to all of the accounts uh of of the first vision um, they make sure that, 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 you know, that this shouldn't shake your faith because it's, oh, yeah. it's just, you know, when you tell a story, sometimes you get some facts wrong. You tell us the same story the same way over and over and over again. <laughs> no. No, 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 you embellish you just, you know, you find ways of making it more fun. You read your audience. Yeah. You know, what, what parts really play into to these people yeah uh 
So, but when you read, when so so they're going to make sure that you know that there's nothing scary about these at all. It's totally fine, and uh, and that there were these different accounts, and they and and they tell you what the accounts were, and then they're like, link to this account, link to this account, right? Uh, and then they fully expect you not to go and read those things <laughs> and compare, right? Um, but boy, howdy, when you do compare and contrast. Yikes. Uh, lots of contrast? Yeah. Important contrast. <laughs> anyway, hey, I don't know, ladies and germs, did you grow up in a religion that now you look back on and you find that there are things that are like wholly, completely uh, shitty about, yeah. uh, like, like just blatantly and overtly stupid? Well, that's what we did. If you have moments like that with your religion... Send them to us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and tell us about them. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, we love those those voicemails. Keep it under, keep it keep it brief, but but yeah, it, it's fantastic when we get your voice on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge or request to join. It's a closed group. But we will let you in. Indeed. Well, we thank you. By the speaking of the Facebook, yeah, I wanted to thank Mackenzie for all of her amazing work as 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 curator of our uh, Facebook page. And I'll also thank uh, Sarah and Amy and Danny for their hard work as moderators on the, the members only lounge. They're amazing. And of course, we need to thank the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yeah. They're awesome. Uh, and uh, thank... Uh, I, I also want to just quickly... We don't always do this at the end of the show, but I'm going to, again, thank all of our Patreon donors absolutely, uh, for keeping us afloat. It is absolutely vital to us, and we love it so much, and we're so appreciative, especially to our new Lord and Savior, Angela. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Bye. Bye.